Welcome to the Joyful Journey podcast. If you're looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose or how to activate that purpose, and you are someone who wants to operate from your highest self to be a force for good you know this world craves, then this is the show for you. I'm Anita Adams, your host and guide to finding clarity and creating a life you love. Let's tap into our inner wisdom, access our highest self, and unleash joy. As we do this, we raise our vibration and heighten the collective consciousness. And that, my friend, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyer, Anita Adams here, your host. Today, I want to share a story about how I came to discover my soul voice. My hope is that in retelling this story, it will inspire you to recognize that you too have all the answers you are seeking within. This story begins early in the pandemic. I became another woman, someone who I didn't even recognize. I was tense all the time, snappish with my family. I couldn't sleep, which led to brain fog. My behavior was erratic. I'd walk around behind my family with a bottle of Fantastic in one hand and an old rag in another, wiping down every surface they touched. I posted signs throughout the house that screamed, stop, wash your hands, and insisted that my family only come in the house through the basement door where they could immediately strip down and throw their clothes in the laundry. They appeased my demands at first and then became skilled at avoiding me. This did not do good things for our relationship, nor did the sideways glances they gave each other whenever I was in the room. I wouldn't allow anyone but me to do the grocery shopping either. I had a system. When I got home from the store, I put everything in bins on the back deck where they would stay for 24 hours before coming in the house. This system worked for a while. Then the neighborhood critters caught on. When I saw a raccoon lazily sauntering across the deck, dragging my loaf of nut bread, I lost it and ran outside screaming like a madwoman. In the past, this wouldn't have phased me. I would have probably even congratulated the thieves for being so clever. Not now. My inner rager was easily triggered, and it was always just below the surface, ready to explode. The anxiety I had for all that was going on in the world with this virus was just the curly tip at the top of a pile of poop. What was really driving my anxiety over the cliff was my business a business I had built from the ground up almost two decades ago. And then overnight, it felt like I could lose it all. All my financial partners and sponsors pulled out. No funds were coming in. I had a staff I was responsible for, and I was going deeper and deeper into debt. I was so frightened. What am I supposed to do? I asked everyone. My business was sinking, and it was dragging me down with it. It wasn't just about losing my paycheck either, as scary as that was. It was more about losing my identity and my sense of purpose. I didn't want to let go of that. 
I promoted Canadian film and talent, so my business was also glamorous and exciting. I got invited to all the big film parties, went to festivals around the world, sat on expert panels, was interviewed by the media, hobnobbed with the famous and almost famous. I loved every single minute of being in the spotlight. It validated me and made me feel sparkly inside, like, like I was someone. And I really liked being someone. I loved telling people what I did. I'm the founder and executive director of a national nonprofit arts organization that just felt like honey on the tongue. And it gave me a sense of pride. Now here I am, feeling like I'm going to lose it all. Now what? Now what? What am I supposed to do? One day I brought this question to my business coach. In response, she asks me one simple question. What do you usually do when you feel anxious? Well, well, I, I go for a walk in the forest. Great, she says. Here's what you're going to do, Anita. Every day for the next 30 days, you are going to go for a walk in the forest. What? I, I can't do that. I, I don't have time for that. And in my head, I'm thinking, what kind of business coach tells her client to go for a walk in the woods? I need business advice, not nature therapy. You'll find a way, she tells me. Somehow she gets a commitment out of me. The only way. I can make this daily walk work is if I do it at the crack of dawn. Every morning I'm up early and out the door before anyone else stirs. And every morning I march down to Mosquito Creek in North Vancouver, repeatedly asking the universe the same old question I've been asking everyone. What am I supposed to do? Something interesting begins to happen. Slowly, Ever so slowly over these early morning walks, I start to feel calmer and happier. Not exactly happy, just happier. I'm noticing more in my environment. How many different shades of green there are. The sounds of the squirrels chattering and the birds chirping. How the light shimmers through the canopy of leaves. How wonderful the cool breeze feels on my face and the heather blossoms smell. You could almost taste the air. So sweet. I'm falling in love with my environment and it's soothing. The angry chatter in my head settles down. And in this quieter, calmer state, I ask the universe again, what am I supposed to do? And that's when I hear it. A voice in my head whispers, what do you want to do? It's my voice, but it's like an older, wiser version of me. I don't miss a beat. What do you mean, what do I want to do? What am I supposed to do? No, Anita, came the reply. What do you want to do? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yes, you do. Well, that stumped me. Later that day, I find myself at the bookstore in the spirituality section, still looking for answers from someone or something to tell me what to do. 
a book catches my eye. Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. I pick it up, flip through a few pages, and then this one line leaps off the page like a frog diving into a pond of insights. Frustration and anxiety come from not listening to the soul. Frustration and anxiety come from not listening to the soul. I feel something flicker in my chest and my heart speeds up. The hairs on my arm raise. I've landed on a truth and my body realizes it before my mind has time to catch up. I'm not listening to my soul and awareness dawns. The answers I am seeking are within me. Over the following weeks, I devote myself to the study of how to connect with my soul. The answers are there and always have been, but they feel sealed off, locked in, hidden behind a cast iron door. How do I break open that door? How do I access the information I want that can help me make the decisions I need to make? This becomes my mission. Like a thief stealing into the dark to crack open a safe, every morning I quietly slip out of bed and into the forest to try again and again to connect with that part of me that has the answers. So many mornings I return home frustrated, impatient, but never doubting, always believing there is something there for me to uncover. And then I crack it. I crack the safe. I figure out the code that opens the door to my soul and the answers that lie within. And it's so simple. So incredibly simple. It's love. To simply be the love. To accept what is, to love what is, to be in a state of love for self, for your environment, for others, for all that is. You see, my early morning walks in nature helped me to find this love. First, it eased my anxiety and got me out of my head with all the monkey noise going on in there. Then it grounded me, which helped me connect with my environment and then connect with my heart. From this place of connection, I began to feel an expansion in my heart, as if my heart was pressing up against my ribcage, demanding more room. This is how love feels, expansive. It is in this space of expansiveness that you hear the whispers of the soul. It is here that you find the answers you seek. You don't need anyone to tell you what to do or how to do it or who to be. You've got those answers within you. And they are perfect for you, for who you really are. It turns out my business coach knew a thing or two. When I changed my question to ask, what do I want? I was surprised at the answers that bubbled up. I discovered what I really wanted was to close my business. My passion for it had died some time ago, but I held on because of fear, fear of not knowing what else I could do, not wanting to let go of that old identity I had worked so hard to create. When I finally listened to my soul voice and closed that business, new opportunities emerged. I listened more and that voice guided me to recreate myself and my life.
my husband and I got rid of most of our possessions and turned to a nomadic lifestyle, traveling around the world and experiencing so many wonders. And I started a life and leadership coaching practice to teach people how to listen to their soul. And I started this podcast. And I wrote a book. Because I understand now that when you listen, you will be led to the greatest version of you and the most remarkable life. Joyful Journeyer, if you are looking for clarity or answers to big questions in your life that keep you up at night, then I invite you to do a 30-day nature challenge. Get outside every day. 15 to 20 minutes is all you need. Connect with your environment. Get present to the here and now. Notice everything. In that presence, in that stillness, love emerges. And from that place of love, you'll begin to hear the whispers of the soul. Thanks for tuning in, Joyful Journeyer. If you like this story, please share it, rate it, or leave a review. It means a lot. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining me on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated for you from today's show, or if you are looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose, or how to activate that purpose, then head over to joyfuljourney.ca and become a member of our community. We'll start by sending you a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom, which will give you a great foundation for finding the clarity you are seeking and you'll become part of a growing community of people who are raising the collective consciousness. So head over to joyfuljourney.ca and I look forward to connecting with you directly.